0: thanks for staying tuned, folks. This is Stu Jenkins, your host at Slow County Public Policy and the Law. We're here talking with environmental lawyer Jessica Crutchfield and just before the break, we were talking about building a development of housing on landfills. <laughs> uh, and one that she's uh, working well she's not working on doing this, but there there was an Arizona development. And uh, you're, uh, are you representing the developer or the lender in that one?
1: That one we're representing the lender, but I've been involved where we're representing the developer, too.
0: Sure. Mm-hmm. And, and so on the landfill, when they're trying to make sure that uh, methane or other toxins don't come up through the soil into people's houses or where their kids are playing, what do they do?
1: So to deal with the methane, um, they would put a methane mitigation system in the new building, which basically is a barrier and um, piping, like like PVC piping and gravel, that makes the gas not want to come up into your building. It the preferential pathway would be for it to vent into, like out from under your building, okay. essentially. Um,
0: and then is there anything else that's done uh, at on the development to make sure other toxins don't come up to where people are
1: um i mean the methane mitigation system would also deal with any other vapors Mm -hmm. so um there could be like tce or those other contaminants that are volatile you know metals aren't gonna be a problem they don't they're not a volatile organic compound. They're not going to go.
0: They don't. They don't uh, turn into a gas.
1: Exactly. Um, but if they had other kinds of um, vapors that were a problem, then do they
0: put some kind of a barrier over the entire development?
1: Yes. Yeah, so the um, the whole landfill will need to have a final cover, which is this caps it. It keeps water out. Um, there's also settlement issues, which is a, another huge problem. That's not really environmental per se, it's more geotechnical, Sure. but, um, it kind of all goes hand in hand because the trash might be settling significantly over time. Mm -hmm. So that has to be factored in. Um, there might be leachate, which is like liquid from the landfill, um, that they might need to collect. Um, they'll they'll certainly need to monitor it. Okay. Um,
0: what kind of a bear, how thick of a barrier do they put down?
1: Um, well, some landfills are lined. So okay. there, might be a, there might be a liner in the bottom, but older landfills weren't necessarily lined. Mm-hmm. Um, and then over the top, they have a cover that would be several feet thick, and it would be a, like an impermeable clay with another kind of cover that's just like topsoil.
0: Topsoil. So, mm-hmm. so you can grow a lawn mm-hmm. or whatever plants you want. Mm-hmm. Uh, but, but this would be a housing tract uh, with people living on it
1: yep I mean, I have not seen a lot of residential developments on a landfill, but I saw one recently, so I was kind of surprised but Goodness. yeah, people are building on landfills now
0: wow <laughs> well you uh you've been active locally um since you moved here, and uh, I noticed that you had been a member of the Coastal San Luis Resource Conservation District Board mm-hmm. uh, starting in 2017, and I guess until quite recently. Mm-hmm. Um, what does what the Coastal San Luis Resource Conservation District do?
1: Um, It is a special district that is available to do conservation projects and provide technical assistance to stakeholders, and it's primarily focused on the ag industry. Um, So they seek grant funding and do all kinds of stuff with um, irrigation, carbon capture, different, like, restoration. They own some land, which is... um, being restored, um, within the Morro Bay estuary, Uh which helps, you know, with like all kinds of things, flooding habitats, um, for animals. So.
0: And, and, uh, what, what kinds of carbon capture projects have, has this, uh, district, uh, set up?
1: Um, they've, they try to partnership with farmers. So, Uh um, and I think that they can get, you know, funding for it too. So, um, I'm, I'm a board member. I'm not a staff member that goes out to the the project, so they could probably explain it better, but um, I think they just implement different practices that are more carbon-friendly.
0: Oh, okay. <laughs> so they're, 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 they don't have some mechanism that's uh, capturing the carbon out of uh, burning something or other?
1: No, I don't okay. know.
0: Okay. Well, that's wonderful. Now, how how many members are on the board of the uh, Coastal San Luis Resources conservation district
1: you know i think there are eight but we have one or two openings right now so Mm -hmm. stakeholders interested in conservation and ag would be um welcome to apply um Uh
0: where would they apply
1: um i you just go to their website which i i don't have memorized but if you just google coastal san luis resource conservation district then it would come up and um yeah, I'm. I'm sure it's like on the homepage.
0: And when was this formed, Jessica?
1: I I don't recall when this particular one was formed, but this program dates back to the Great Depression, and was this whole sort of idea of these resource conservation districts was um, in reaction to the environmental devastation of the Dust Bowl and.
0: this was to help farmers uh, have better practices and and, uh, preserve their land Mm -hmm. so that it could be useful. Right. That's neat. That's Mm -hmm. neat. Well, I'm glad you served on that. Uh, Folks, you're listening to Slow County Public Policy and the Law. We've been speaking with environmental lawyer Jessica Crutchfield, um, and she's been handling things all over the nation. (laughs) Um, uh, She's even been telling us about uh, a lawsuit in Maine with... Paper mill, mm-hmm. and um, do you have anything, uh, any cases going on in California? That
1: I we don't do litigation, okay. But um, we yes, I represent clients in California that are developers primarily.
0: And uh, you were telling me during the break about something that was happening in San Francisco, um, with, with uh, landfills or uh, talks tox- uh, development of uh, areas right along the coast where the garbage had been dumped
1: right back in the day um sometimes the this is a municipal landfill so they would put trash in wires in the bay and cover it with mud so that was their landfill um and um that is a former landfill that we're helping with the redevelopment of so
0: well that's very interesting well (laughs) folks i hope you'll tune in again uh next saturday we're going to have uh Supervisorial candidate for the 5th District, Heather Moreno. We've already had uh, Mr. Gorham on, and we're hoping that Ms. Funk will uh, grace us with an interview as well. Stay tuned. For more information on SLO County Public Policy and the law, visit our website, knews985.com.